What's going on, everyone? We are recording this episode on Saturday, September 17th, but you will hear it on the 18th. So, that lovely intro music you guys just heard, if you grew up in the 80s like I did, uh, you know this name. His name is Corey Feldman, and he's an interesting character to say the least. I found this clip on YouTube, and I thought... If you're as old as I am, you could definitely appreciate where this is coming from. And even if you're not as old as I am, you can at least appreciate the skill it took, I guess, for lack of a better term, to uh, to get this music produced and recorded. So anyway, I'm Gary. I'm Josh. And let's talk some soccer. Josh, what's happening, man? Uh, nothing really. I mean, I've had an exciting, very exciting time watching the EPL. Um, we have some very exciting matches to talk about, and I don't really know why we can't just get into it. We can. Um, and also, we should say you have been practicing super hard. You had three practices this week. You've got a big match coming up tomorrow, and that's the reason why we can't record this on Sunday like we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will talk about most of the matches that have gone on this EPL weekend, but we won't get to all of them. Um, so we apologize for that, but this is the best we could do. Before we start diving into the EPL, let me tell everyone how they can reach us. That's a good idea, right? Definitely. All right, cool. So the preferred method, at least the preferred method by our followers out there, has been on Instagram. You can reach us on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. Pretty simple. On Twitter, just add a two at the end of that. So it's Let's Talk Soccer 2. On Facebook, you can search for Let's Talk Soccer 2. And on YouTube, just search for Let's Talk Soccer. And if you prefer, now I guess what would be considered the old way of communicating is through email. You can reach us on email at letstalksoccer2 at gmail.com. But we definitely want to hear from you guys. Please talk with us. If we post something that you like or you don't like or you want to post something on your own, please do. If you have suggestions about the podcast, questions, comments, we want to hear that too. Speaking of this podcast, here's where you can find us. You already found us if you're listening to this, but you can tell your friends where to find us. So they can find us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. So pretty much everywhere and anywhere you want to go to get podcasts, we are there for you. All right, man. So what we're going to do is let's go in. We're going to do this. We're going to go in and talk results from the weekend versus the picks we made. Then we'll go back and talk about those games. That's probably the, yep. the cleanest way to do this. All right. So we'll go through these relatively quickly. First match, which was on Friday, was Liverpool going to Stamford Bridge to take on Chelsea. Liverpool win 2-1. You had the pick right. You had it 2-1 as the score. You mm-hmm. just had it flipped the other way. Yeah, I thought Chelsea was going to win. I had Chelsea also winning with a 1-0 pick, so we both got that one wrong. Next up, Arsenal go to Hull, and Arsenal win 4-1. We both had Arsenal coming out winners, but we were not even close on the score. No. So you had it at 2-0, and I had it at 2-1. So didn't give Arsenal enough credit for that one at all. All right, next up, Leicester City host Burnley, and 
Leicester City win pretty easily. They win 3-0, um, which was a, a good win for them, I'm sure. Um, you had it predicted at 1-1, and I had it predicted at 2-0 in favor of Leicester City. So I was closer there, but still no one got it right exactly. Next up, Man City host Bournemouth in a 4-0 blowout. Um in favor of City, you had it at 3-0 City, so super close there. I had it at 1-0. So, again, I guess I'm just not giving credit to the to the not teams as much enough. as I should. No, I know. I think, yeah, I don't know what I did. <laughs> All right. Next up is um, West Ham going to West Brom. West Brom win, which surprised me, 4-2. You had it at a 2-2 draw. I had it at a nil two in favor of West Ham. So <laughs> neither of us right there. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then we have Middlesbrough going to Everton for the last match of Saturday. And Everton pull out a pretty easy win, 3-1. You had it 1-0 Middlesbrough, and I had a 1-1 draw. So that's what we have. So we didn't really get a whole lot Right, but no one said that we are um, psychic and and can figure these out. But these were the the best scores we could make. So um, it's just fun to sort of play along. So um, let's go ahead now and track back and talk about these matches. And let's start with Friday's match and talk about Chelsea-Liverpool. Pretty cool match. I mean, I was definitely excited. I had it on my computer at work. I definitely... Had one of my tabs open to the uh, NBCSN mm-hmm. feed of this and was sort of toggling back and forth. So um, I honestly didn't know which way this game was going to go. Yeah, it was very even at first. Um, and then Chelsea, I would say, sort of made a couple mistakes in their defense. Um, oh, terrible mistake. Yeah, on the on the opening goal for Liverpool. Yes, uh, no, no communication, a lack, well, a lack of communication, and they just... Um, they didn't mark their men. Their men. No, they were on the. So it was from a set piece. It was a free kick, right? And um, was it a free kick or a corner? It was a corner. Yeah. All right, corner. Sorry. Okay. Either way, a set piece. Um, and yeah, you're right. Uh, the Chelsea defense was all closer towards where the kick was taking place, and deep back behind them, four completely unmarked Liverpudlians. Yes, that's a very good word for it. Um, and I mean, just like you said, no communication, completely no awareness on where the Liverpool players were and Lovren just, just volleys in a beautiful goal. Yeah. Lovely goal. Lovely by Lovren. It wasn't as lovely as Jordan Henderson's goal. All right. So let's get to that one then. Henderson outside the left, top left corner of the box and just... First of all, Chelsea tried to clear the ball out, and it's a weak clearance. It goes to Henderson, and Henderson curls it upper Benjamin, far post, right corner of the goal. Goalkeeper had no chance. It was definitely the goal of the game. Yeah, and and maybe the goal so far this season. Just a beautifully mm-hmm. placed ball, and the ball was hit so well because it was. I mean, to get it over Courtois. You got to get that ball up in the air. This guy's like eight feet tall. Yeah. So, so the way the ball got up high enough over him, but then dipped at the last second to go in, it was just a beautifully struck ball. Yes. Fantastic. Um, that said, Chelsea start to make a bit of a comeback. Diego Costa with a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, terrible defense 
by Liverpool yes. um, in this case um, for Costa to get this goal. <clears throat> not a bad goal, not his greatest, but um, but he's on, on a bit of a roll, I'll say. He's, he's um, maybe the man for Chelsea right now. Yeah, between him and Hazard, yeah. they've been just on a roll. And the moral of the story for this game is great attacking, just great attack overall. Terrible defense. Yep, that's exactly what it is. So um, a, a bit of a, a letdown, probably a big letdown for Chelsea. I'm yes. sure Conte's not thrilled with that. Um, and I don't think things get any easier for them next week. I believe they play Arsenal next yes. week, and we'll get to that in a moment. But, yeah, things definitely don't get easier for Chelsea. All right, let's talk about the match I was most concerned with, which was Man City-Bournemouth. Of course, um, Sergio Aguero. Is still out. Mm-hmm. Um, the youngster Iannaccio has been playing lights out for them. Yes, he's been playing fantastically great. Um, this is just complete destruction by Man City. Mm-hmm. Um, a 4-0 win, like we said earlier. And the the cool thing about it was that the goal scoring was spread around by the whole team. So Iannaccio gets a goal. De Bruyne. De Bruyne gets a goal. Sterling gets a goal. All three of them not only get a goal each, but they have an assist each in the game, yes. too. And then Gundogan, gets in his, his first, first start, gets his first goal. Gets his first goal, too, which is nice. I mean, City is hitting on every cylinder right now. Yes, they're they're just as good as like a man you in the Sir Alex Ferguson kind of era where they just dominate and dominate. And Pep has started off so well. It's it's amazing. It is. I mean, they're they have not lost yet and and it hasn't really even been close. I mean, they no, are No, none of their games have been close. I mean, they just look completely dominant. So, um as a City fan, I'm super happy about that. All right, next up, Arsenal with a 4-1 win over Hull. Arsenal, another team that's looking well and another team that has multiple goal scorers. Yes. I think that's key. It's great to have one or two guys that sort of lead the team in those sorts of things. But when they're out, like Aguero is out for City, it's nice that other players can can get the goals and get mm-hmm. the job done as well. So Alexis Sanchez, who's been on fire mm-hmm. this season, he has two more today Yes, that contribute to that 4-1 win. Shaka gets his first goal. Nice to see him for the yeah, Gunners. get a decent start. Yep. And Walcott had a goal as well. Um, on the other side of the pitch, Snodgrass, who's on our fantasy team, so we're happy about this. He gets a goal, converts a penalty kick, yes, um, and we have the four-one result. All right, next up, Everton and Middlesbrough, three-one to Everton. Stecklenburg, it was an interesting play. So the first goal um, is uh, Negredo going up for a ball against Stecklenburg, and the ball ends up in the goal. Um, Stecklenburg's hands are about where Negredo's head is, so it's hard to tell who actually gets the goal. But actually, um, Stecklenburg is rewarded, if that's the right, or blamed um, for an own goal on this one. Um, Gareth Barry, Seamus Coleman, and Romelu Lukaku all have goals for Everton. Everton, they're looking strong so far they this are. season. Again, a team with multiple goal scorers. Yes. Uh, and Lukaku, I mean, his last couple games have been phenomenal, and he keeps up some really good form. Yep. All right. Next up, Leicester City with a 3-0 win over Burnley. 
um, another own goal in this match. And then um, Slimani, new acquisition for Leicester City, gets two goals for the Foxes. And I believe these might be his first two yes. for them so far, the city. So it's nice, too, that all these new acquisitions are getting goals. Yes. You know, Xhaka, Gunduan, Slimani. All right. Um, and the last game that we're going to talk about on this podcast from this weekend is West Brom, West Ham. West Brom win 4-2. Um, Chadley has two goals. Rondon and McLean each have a goal, all for West Brom. And then West Ham, Michael Antonio, and Lanzini have goals. Uh, West Ham have not been playing up to what they played like last season. No, not at all. They've been um, they've been really lacking in their defense. But, uh, I mean, going forward, they're a very good team. Um, but Where's Andy Carroll? Yes, that is we very true. We want Andy Carroll. Bring back the ponytail. We want a ponytail. We want a ponytail. At least a man bun. Something we need. Yes, we need please. Andy Carroll. Um, but seriously, you know, Antonio is probably the, the shining star right now for, yes. uh, for the Hammers. But, yes, they do need to get their act together because otherwise they're going to start slipping into that abyss more and more. Make sure to follow Andy Carroll's ponytail on Twitter. Yes, it's a, I believe it's AC's ponytail uh, is what we saw. Okay, so let's do this. Before we take a quick break, I, w- I thought I found this interesting because there are so many goals that have been scored um, this season already, is to just look at the individual stat leaders that we have. Um, with goals... We have a two-way tie between Michael Antonio, who we just mentioned, and Diego Costa. Each of them have five. Yes. And then right behind them in third place is Laton with four. So uh, we said at the start of the season, I said that Aguero would be the top goal scorer. And I also think you said Aguero would be the top goal scorer. Yep. And if he had not had a three-game suspension, he would probably be close to that. He's probably right below. I didn't dig any deeper than the top three, but he's probably right in there already anyway. All right. In terms of assists, the top three, and in fact, all three of them have three assists each. We've got De Bruyne, Iannaccio, and Iwobi. And then in terms of total team goals, so total goals scored by each team, Man City with 15, Arsenal with 12, and Liverpool with 11. Now, there's some matches that haven't been played yet. Obviously, Man U hasn't played yet this weekend. So, so these things could all change based on the result. But that's what we have as of Saturday afternoon. All right, cool. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back at you. All right, and we're back. All right, Josh, let's go ahead and take a look to next weekend's fixtures and make some predictions here. All right. All right. First up, Leicester City go to Man U. I think uh, Man U are going to are gonna be on a bit of a mission to get back some of the points they lost against City. Yeah. And I think they'll, they'll do so by winning 2-0. Okay. I agree that they're going to find a way to get it done at home, but I think it's going to be a little closer and it's going to be 2-1. All right. Next up, Everton go to Bournemouth. Uh, Everton. They've been a, like sort of a bounce-back team from last season, and I think they're going to kill Bournemouth 3-1. Okay. I think that Bournemouth's going to respond a little bit. I think that their manager, Howe, um, 
I think that they like him. I think that he'll get them motivated. I don't think they're going to win, but I think it's going to they're at least going to get a point out of it, and it's going to be a one-one draw. Next up, Liverpool host Hall. After a big win at Chelsea, and I mean a big, big, big win. Yep. I think they're gonna they're gonna go into this match pretty calm, and I think they're gonna win two 0 Okay. I think that um, they'll be even a little calmer, and I think it's gonna be one nil to Liverpool. Okay. All right. Spurs at Middlesbrough. Um. So Spurs, they've been sort of climbing the table uh, over a couple last couple weeks. Which, I mean, the BPL's only been on for, what, like right. four weeks? But um, I think they're going to win 2-1, but I don't think it's going to be a very comfortable win. Yeah, and I think 3-1. I think Spurs are going to turn it up a bit in that match. All right, West Brom at Stoke. Um, I think this is going to be a pretty boring match, and I think it's going to have two kind of bad goals, I okay. would say. And it's going to be a 1-1 draw. I agree with the 1-1 draw. All right, next up, Palace at Sunderland. Palace, uh, they start, they're starting already pretty low in the table. Yeah. And I think they need some points, and I think they're going to respond and yep. get a 2-1 win. Okay, I think that they will win 1-0. All right, Swansea hosting Man City. I think this is going to be a butt-whooping. Um, Watch your language. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Man City are going to win 3-0, and I, I can see Ian Nacho getting another goal. And probably De Bruyne. And maybe Sterling. Maybe all three yeah. of them, for that matter. All right. I think uh, City will win as well, but 2-0. All right. The game of the weekend. Chelsea go to Arsenal. I don't think it's going to live up to what we expect it to be. Um, I think it's only going to be a 1-1 draw. And I think Chelsea are going to act very low after the last couple weeks. Okay. Um... And I think that Chelsea will get the three points because I'm still not sold on Arsenal, and I think Chelsea will win 2-1. Okay. And Southampton going to West Ham? Uh, West Ham have a theme over the season to be uh, losing 4-2, to and I think they're going to continue that theme, <laughs> that theme against Southampton of losing 4-2. to Okay. I believe that West Ham will win 2-1. to and the last one is Watford going to Burnley. The winner of the most boring match of the week. Um, but I think Watford are going to just barely pull out a 1-0 victory. Okay, and I think that it will entirely live up to the most boring match of the weekend. And we'll see a nil-nil draw. All right. A sleeper. All right, guys, we're going to take one more quick break and we'll be right back. All right, guys, we're going to jump into some digital soccer here. And the first thing that we're going to start with is our fantasy Premier League team. And we've been getting lots of cool response and feedback on our Instagram page with this. So we'll go ahead. Josh, why don't you give them what our lineup for this week is? And then some players haven't played. I think we have three. Yes. Um, all three are from Man U that have not played yet. But why don't we you go through? Um, position by position, let them know who's here, and then our points. Okay, so De Gea is our goalkeeper. He obviously hasn't played yet. Our three, our back three are Koscielny, who only got two points. He uh, was on a clean sheet for a little while, and then those points slipped away. Yeah, from Snodgrass. Yep. 
Uh, Stones only got one point. A bit disappointing that he did not start. Did not start, but came in. So at least we got a little something from him. Uh, yes, and Aspilicueta, very disappointing from him. Um, he obviously, def- he definitely didn't get a clean sheet. No. Nowhere near a clean and, sheet. And actually, I think got a negative point for two goals scored. So hence, yes. hence the one point. But he did play the whole match. Yep. Um, in our midfield, we have a five people in midfield. Uh, Pogba hasn't played yet. We're hoping that he will perform this week. And maybe get his first goal for Man U. I, I think he will get his first goal. Okay. Uh, Cazorla only got two points. I really wish we had Sanchez in there, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, Hazard didn't have the best of weeks, but he is a pretty consistent player. Two points for him. Yes. Sterling got 11 and is in the sort of team of the week yep. for the BPL. Lovely. Getting 11 points. Very nice. Snodgrass got seven, so that makes up for the Koscielny yep. uh, loss of a clean sheet. And Snodgrass has been a consistent uh, point getter for us yeah. this season so far. Uh, Ibra hasn't played for us yet. He is our captain. Yes. And Lukaku uh, got nine points for us and did get a bit of a knock. So 75% chance of him playing. Yep. So we decided to completely uh, lose Aguero. Mm-hmm. This week, which still is a little uneasy for me, I want him back, uh, but we'll wait another week for that. And we picked up Lukaku and Santi, and Lukaku definitely paid off. Yes. Although his goal, if you watch it, that I don't, I still don't think he scored that goal. Um, I think it was Coleman. Yeah, Seamus Coleman. And Lukaku claims that he got a toe on the ball, but I don't think he did. Um, but either way, we get the points, so we're cool with that. So right now we are at. 35 points, um, and to put that in a little perspective, the average is six, which I feel is is very low. I feel like at least that's what the website says, um, although I can't imagine that's right. Um, and the highest points is 45, so we're much closer to high than we are to average, which is awesome, and we'll see if our three um, Red Devils tomorrow can, can get us some good points. Yes, definitely. But in terms of players that have been performing well for us, obviously Ibra has been doing quite well. Mm -hmm. Lukaku, Sterling's been a stud. Definitely. Hazard, until today, yes, um, he's been doing well. And Snodgrass has been been doing well. Um, You know, I think we still need to play around with some players. I'm assuming we'll want to get um, Aguero back when he's available. Yeah. Yeah. so we'll have to see mm-hmm. what's going on, you know, and, and what players can make these key, have these key activities of, you know, uh, crosses made or successful passes or clearances or tackles or whatever to even get out. You know, if, if you have a few players every week that can get those extra little bonus points, you know, that all adds up. Yes, so, definitely. Um, that is definitely the goal. Um, like we said in the past podcast not just to get those big ones for assists and clean sheets and goal scored but all those other things add up a lot too so as you're putting your teams together and adjusting them be looking for those sorts of things and certainly it kind of goes without saying but we'll say it look at who when you're thinking about losing a player or acquiring a player look at who their upcoming competition is and think about how are they going to do in that setting yes i mean if you have for example, Hazard this week, and he was going against um, a strong team. He only got two points, but maybe you were considering Snodgrass. Yep. Snodgrass was going against pretty tough opposition, but 
you have to just consider many more factors than just, is he good? Is he a well-known player? Right. And, you know, speaking of that, you look at, um, you know, we have Hazard, and they're playing Arsenal next weekend. Yes. You know, maybe we think about trading him out. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Man City going up against uh, Swansea mm-hmm. next weekend. Maybe we bring on Ianacho or get De Bruyne. Yeah. Um, you know, in place of Hazard, because I'm sure that one or both of those guys are going to have some pretty significant activity. So that's the kind of stuff. Like, just it's great to pick your favorite players, um, but you know, if you're looking to to really do it and get points, then you got to go a little bit deeper than that. But Please, on Instagram especially, let us know what you think. Um, We'll post our results um, after the weekend is over, and um, you can either love it or hate it. But either way, let us know. But be nice. No bad stuff. We are a a family-friendly community. That's exactly right, Josh. (laughs) All right. Let's go ahead and scoot on over to the Futhead team of the week so this is for week 53 so from the previous week's performances this might uh this might actually be if this might be i'm guessing either the second or the last team of the week of fifa 16 uh fifa 17 is just around the corner yeah yeah and i have some interesting things to talk about in just a second yep but let's hop into this team of the week let's hop (laughs) (laughs) let's jump into this team of the week all right um the (laughs) okay the front three are toddy Nice to see him in there. Oh, yeah. Um, Iguain, uh performing well for Juventus so far. A couple of Italian players. Yep. And Lukaku. Yep. Uh, it's nice to see him in there. He scored a hat trick. Uh, really good player. Yep. Uh, the four in midfield are uh, Son of, I don't remember his first name and all that other stuff, but Son, <laughs> he's a Korean, mm-hmm. and he plays for Spurs. I think he had two goals last yeah, week. He, he, he played fantastic. And someone on Instagram made that point when we were showing our um, our starting eleven on fantasy, and absolutely, he um, he deserved. You know, I wish we would have had him on our team last weekend. Yes, definitely. Uh, Firmino of Liverpool, he had a pretty good week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy named Gomez, who plays for, I'm guessing that's Deportivo Alaves. Yes, and I believe that they beat Barcelona. Yes, two one. Yeah, over the weekend. Um. Outstanding. Yeah. That amazes me that... Highlight of their career, probably. Yeah, that they beat Barcelona. Yep. It's not that they, they won a title or anything. They beat one team in one game. Yeah. It's... The, just the best team in the world. Yes. Just just right. that. Right. Uh, and De Bruyne. Um, and well, I don't really talk very much about this, but his, but his stats on his card look amazing. I'll tell you that. Um, 99 passing. Yeah. Sounds about right. 97 dribbling and 96 shooting. Not too bad. Very good card. Okay. Uh, the back three are Marcano of uh, Porto, mm-hmm. uh, Pepe of Real Madrid, and Javi Martinez of Bayern Munich. Yes. And then in between the sticks is Hunt Donovich. All right. On the on the bench. Oh God. My favorite one of all, Mario Balotelli scored two for Nice in his debut. Unbelievable! He's back. Yay! He'll, he'll be back in the Premier League in. No time. Yes, he will. Oh, wow. I love it. All right. So you mentioned FIFA 17. We downloaded the demo the day it was available, and you've played a few times. I played it once with you so far. So what do you think? Uh, it's a lot more different than FIFA 16, I'll tell you that. Uh-huh. Um, 
passing, I think, is better. But the switches mm-hmm. to the other, like, if you try and do like driven passes, like switches, yeah. they don't really work. No. Um, but probably a little more lifelike, right? I mean, instead of just these seeing eye passes that somehow make it exactly under the perfect spot of the mm-hmm. recipient's foot, I mean, it's probably a little more realistic. Um, uh, deflections are pretty realistic. Uh-huh. Like they don't just randomly deflect perfectly into the goal or something, but or um, or they somehow squeeze through eight people that are literally standing in a line. Right. It's actually going to hit off of someone and, and go somewhere being and, directed. Yeah, and I like how they get this kind of small detail into the game to make it more realistic. Well, yeah, and certainly the graphics are an improvement. Yes. Um, I think that, like, FIFA 16, in FIFA 16, the sprinting, like, if you had a fast player, you were just smoking by mm-hmm. everyone in no time. You could accelerate real quickly and just blow by everyone, whereas in 17, you have a little bit of a speed advantage, but, you know, you're not, like, Usain Bolt out there no. taking off. So um, a little more frustrating on breakaways. Yes. For sure, but probably a little more accurate to real life. And from my personal experience, I've played a couple games with Man U. I'm a Man U fan, and this is not biased, but Ibra is amazing in the game. And Pogba. Oh, yeah, he's really good as yeah. well. So um, so the demo is cool. You have a limited amount of teams you can play with, um, just like any other demo. Um, but I think one of the cool features, too, is um, what is it a career mode? Yeah, it's a player career mode called The Journey. Uh-huh. And you're as this person named Alex Hunter. He is a player who plays for Manchester United. And he's I'm guessing he's sort of supposed to represent... Marcus Rashford. So he sort of comes up as a as an academy player. Yeah. You know, gets noticed. Yeah, and you have some tasks you try and do in the match you play uh, for your manager, and it's kind of like a um, it's it's like it's a really cool, um, really cool sort of interaction to career mode where you can interact with your player. You can tell them what to say. It's sort of role playing type yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. Sort of a story mode. Yeah, so you'll have like a post-game, post-match um, interview, mm-hmm. and you can decide, do you want him to be calm? Do you want him to get kind of hot, mm-hmm. you know, and, and fired up or whatever? So, yeah, it's cool. But, I mean, the graphics are – there were the uh, you were watching a, a post-match report of this Hunter guy, and out of the corner of my eye, I thought it was a real – a real yeah. interview on on NBC or NBCSN or something like that. So it's it's pretty cool, and it's you know it's neat that um, the matches are of course the most fun thing to play, but it just gives you a whole other sort of element of you can see this player through literally from being a youth player, yeah, um, all the way through. And of course, if you're a youth player in real life, like Josh is, um, to be able to go and sort of live out this dream. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, you know, just sort of go along for the ride and lose yourself in it a little bit, I think is is really cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Awesome. So we give it a thumbs up? Yeah, definitely. Out of 10, what would you give the demo, at least so far? I would give it an 8. Okay. Um, the only things that I kind of dislike is the speed, just a little bit. Yeah. Like, I wish... It's nice to sort of have sort of those superhero components every now and then, right? Yeah, like just a, pl- a through ball played. And your guy just makes up so much ground, and it's that's the only thing I really miss. But besides that, phenomenal demo. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it yeah. for this podcast. So we want to hear from you guys, and we want you to check out our stuff. So, again, on social media, 
We're on Twitter at Let's Talk Soccer 2. That's the number two. Facebook, just search for Let's Talk Soccer 2. Instagram, we're at Let's Talk Soccer. And on YouTube, we're, on, we're at Let's Talk Soccer. And email us at Let's Talk Soccer 2 at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't. And please tell your friend. We want to see if this next week we can blow out our previous downloads and listens record. So let's see if we can do that. And if we can, we'll figure out something nice to do for everyone. So we'll keep it a secret. XTMMO. There you go. (laughs) FIFA points for everyone. All right, guys. So until next time, we say stay cool and peace. Peace. Goodbye.